This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 66 with Rachel Adams. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Rachel Adams is the co-founder of Aitchison and Adams Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty. Last year, she was named Wall Street Journal's top 1,000 agents in the United States. While real estate is in her blood, her greatest joy comes from encouraging others to lead their best life. Rachel often hosts female empowerment masterminds, all geared toward finding your power within. Rachel's love for inspiring others, combined with her own unique and powerful journey, led her to create the Lost to Found 90 Days book and program. This empowering program leads people to live their best life. With her large presence on social media platforms, she's excited to share this with people around the world and is poised to create a global network of lost to founders who are committed to living lives of intention, great success, and well-being. Rachel lives in Folsom, California with her boyfriend, secretly fiance, not so secretly, she's going to tell us about that today. (laughs) And his name is Ryan. They lead an active life and love all things outdoors. Rachel loves to blast great music while creating a healthy meal in their newly renovated kitchen. In addition to cooking up healthy meals, she loves to travel, participate in growth seminars, and serves as an ambassador for local sex trafficking nonprofit. If you've had the pleasure of spending time in Rachel's presence, you know that she loves deep conversations that end with a hug. She is passionate about living life to the fullest and chooses happiness above all else. Today, we're going to talk to Rachel about a huge transformation that happened in her life when she was leading a picture-perfect life on social media, and someone called her out. 
She, behind the scenes, had been going through a divorce. She had been living a life that wasn't so picture perfect. And someone called her out, had a really powerful conversation with her, and everything changed from that day forward. And that is how she went from lost to found in 90 days. So she's going to talk about that, talk about her book with the same title, and talk about her programs that she's running now to empower women and assist other women in amazing transformations in their lives. So let's go ahead and dive in with Rachel Adams. Rachel Adams, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm delighted to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So you reached out to me, which, and this happens where people reach out to me and they want to talk about maybe coming on the show or just tell me a little bit about their journey. And I loved your story and you had so many elements going on and so many things. And as I was reading through, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, we have to talk about that. We have to talk about that. So many things. But a big part of what you talked about was where you had come from in terms of living this life in front of social media and publicly that looked really pretty. And that behind the scenes, it looked a lot different. And that's something that we've addressed on the podcast. So I'm excited to talk about that today with you. So I want to start, go ahead and tell us just a little bit about your life beyond your bio in terms of your personal and professional life right now. And then we'll dive into your, a little bit of your story. Definitely. Thank you. So I'm 32 right now. And kind of my whole journey was that I got into real estate and in three years in real estate, I had hit top 1000 agents in the country for the wall street journey. And yeah, I mean, it was this huge feat and I was super excited. And I think the thing is like, sometimes we see people on the outside and we think, Oh my gosh, their life looks so perfect. They have the perfect car, the perfect hair, the perfect social life, the perfect relationship. And you know, I thought that that was really important to show everyone. And I thought, well, no one's going to want to work with me if they don't think I have it all together. (laughs) And so I, you know, I kept this, I worked really hard to have this perfect image. And reality was that in the three years it took me to hit top 1000 agents, I gained 32 pounds and I got a divorce that I never dealt with. I put everybody else's needs in front of my own, which I think happens, especially, you know, when you're working or you have kids and life shows up and you know, I thankfully, you know, we'll get into it, but I had one conversation was that smack in the face of reality that I felt I didn't know I needed, but I needed. And, you know, I always thought I'd be known for real estate and amazing things happened in my world. But, you know, at this point in my life, I am 32. I have four companies. I have a real estate company, a real estate coaching business. I am an author. So I have my program called Lost I Found in 90 Days. And then I also have an investment company. So I have four different, (laughs) yeah. So I have four different businesses and I have the most amazing now as of literally 10 days ago, fiance. I don't think that happened when I talked to you last. No, congratulations. Uh, Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And so it's just been this like whirlwind. And I will tell you that you know, there are seasons of life. You have things where you have it all together and then you have things where you fall flat on your face. And then just when you have it all together again, your curveball happens and you fall flat on your face. (laughs) And the one common theme I have in my life is that I fail forward. So I fail and I fail really quickly and then I get back up and I'm like, okay, what's the next best thing? Because I think it's so often we're challenged in life where we have really difficult situations and you can either let that difficult situation define you, i.e. divorce, or you could say, okay, I know I meant for more and what does more look like? Right. So have you always failed fast and failed forward or is this something that is like started happening more over time and with some personal growth and development? 
Well, you know, I'm a huge believer that your personal growth will directly relate to your business success. And so I've always felt that it's super important to really work on within. You can have these massive, massive business goals, but if you're not working on you, and I mean, we only have one vessel, you have one body that's going to get you where you want to go. So I will tell you that once I really shifted to make my health a priority, that's when a lot of other good things started to fall. But I don't know, I've always had like very solution based lenses, like I'm not a negative person. And I don't surround myself with negative people. So I've always been really intentional about, you know, the power you and I talked about who we surround ourselves with and how important that is. I've always really just been a positive person and thought, okay, well, this isn't working, what can I do to work better? And I'm like a super driver. So if I fail, I fail for five minutes. I cry for five minutes and I'm like, okay, next next step. What are we going to do? I love that. I love solution-based lenses. I'm totally going to steal that term because I feel yeah. like, I think that a lot of people, I think with enough failure that you find your solution-based lenses and your perception of failure really shifts over time. I know mine definitely has. And especially as someone who's always been an, a high achiever and an overachiever, I see failure mm-hmm. so much differently. Like failure's a huge opportunity now where like it used to be oh, yeah. cause for hysteria. But I you love that idea. Failures. It's <clears throat> a failure to me. It's just an opportunity for growth. Yeah, totally. Totally. And it's always like the biggest lesson, like they can be painful lessons. They can be challenging yeah. and hard, but it's interesting now to see that like, Oh, this thing happened. Not at all what I planned. Not at all what I expected, but Oh my gosh, like what am I supposed to learn here? Like either that or like, totally. what's, or what's the story? Like, how does this add to my story? Or how does it just make for a good story for me to tell people down the road? Like, oh my God, I fell flat on my face and look what happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, and that. I've had things where like, it literally brings me to my knees and I've like, I believe in coaching. So I have a fitness coach. I have a, you know, a life coach, I have spirituality. Like I have coaches in all parts of my business and in my life. But I do think like when you're like, what do I do? Like when things are so hard and you're literally rock bottom, or, you know, you're overweight, or you're in a bad relationship. It's like, what do I do? Well, the answer is you do the right thing. And then after you do the right thing, you do the next right thing. And like, intuitively, you know what that is, it might not be the easiest thing to do. Like when I was in my unhealthy marriage, I actually went to a like this life seminar. And they had to do this exercise where we close our eyes and they have like Beethoven playing and the guy, his name was Cody Gibson, he was my coach at the time. He's like, okay, Five years from now, I want you to imagine a day in your life when you're waking up to go to work. You wake up. What time do you wake up? Do you wake up on your own or does your alarm wake you up? And when you turn over, are you turning over to your husband? Are there kids in your bed? Who's giving you a kiss that morning? And then like you get out of bed and you know, you go exercise or you take your shower and then you walk down the stairs. Like how does the carpet feel underneath your feet? And then you walk down the stairs and what greets you? Is it a busy kitchen with kids running around? Is it, you know, a nanny? Is it your personal assistant? Like, so you literally imagine your perfect day from the second you wake up all the way to driving into work. And at the time I'm in this unhealthy marriage, I just started in real estate. I had debt. I was 30 pounds overweight. Like, and yet you're imagining five years from now, what an ideal life could look like for you. And you shape it and envisioning this amazing life. I mean, in in my day, like I got text messages from my husband sent to me daily and flowers delivered to my work. And I got to have lunch with my girlfriend and I got a blowout. Like, but why not? Like it's like (laughs) your perfect day. But yet the best part about it was we walked through this powerful visualization exercise. And then he has you open your eyes and he's like, okay, now I want you to write it. And you literally write out this image. It's called self-image exercise. And you write out what your perfect day and your perfect life looks like. And then he has everyone set down their pens and he's like, okay, now I have a really difficult question for you. 
is every person in your life right now conducive to getting you where you want to go? If not, you have some difficult decisions to make. Yeah. And it was literally like right there in this classroom that I'm like, oh my God, I need to get a divorce. Like I'm never going to get this life with this man who's unsupportive and, you know, emotionally disconnected. And it's like, you can want to make it better, but two people have to want to make it better. And it's like so many people try, you know, you can only change yourself, which I did. And yet, I don't know, it was super powerful. And I mean, it it still took me like a year and a half to finally leave. But I will tell you, everything changed for me from that day. So you knew in that moment that that's the change that needed to take place? Yeah. And so I did. And I was like, Oh, my God, like, I need to leave my husband. And so what I ended up doing was I changed every single password I had on every email, every everything to something having to do with the word self image, because I always wanted to remind myself that I was worthy. And I deserve to have that life that I planned on in five years. And the craziest thing now is that first self image exercise I did five years ago is hanging up in my office framed. And I'm not kidding you with the exception of a blowout every day in a rotating shoe closet. I have that life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I love So that password trick is I've heard this multiple times and I actually have been meaning to do it forever, but I love that you just bring that up because for those of you that haven't heard of this idea or concept, you use your passwords, which we all use multiple times a day. Most of us, instead of choosing like a random password, like your dog and like your mom's birthday or whatever, you choose something that's meaningful and empowering. And so it might be like, if you know that you want to go back to school to get, you know, a degree in sociology, you put in like sociologist and every single thing, or you just use something, you know, if I want to buy a beach house, I maybe my like beach house with some random numbers and characters after it is mine. So it's just whatever, it's constantly reinforcing the idea that this is what you're going after. And I think that is such a powerful thing, because it's multiple times, it triggers you multiple times a day to keep those goals and dreams top of mind, which I mean, you just so beautifully explained how significant that is, and how powerful it can be, especially over time. So tell us about going home from this event, then was it like, I'm going to go home and get a divorce now? Or was it, or did you think like I could go home and change or improve the situation? Or would you, did you know, I had been going to life coaching and I had been really working on personal development. It was kind of the moment where I realized like I had been a little bit passive aggressive, to be totally honest. I was having a really hard time with, he had really bad PTSD and it was just like, and I'm just this like happy, motivated, positive little, you know, five foot blonde bouncing around. And I was like, I can fix him. I can totally fix him. And it was at that moment when I realized, you know what? I can control me. So instead of going home and being passive aggressive, I'm going to do my best to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I'm going to work really hard at this. And if it still doesn't work out, well, I'm not going to have a single regret because I did everything I could possibly do, you know? And I mean, like I said, it still took me about a year and a half to leave. But when I walked out of that door, I did not have a single regret. I held my head high. I had a really high level of integrity the whole time, you know, and like mediation and all that stuff was yucky. And I had a big business that I had developed. And, you know, I literally had to pay him for his last name because I had branded my business already. And yeah, so it was kind of crazy. But you know what? Like, I don't regret any of it. And I would not be, I mean, we can get into the book and everything, but I would not be where I'm at right now. And I would not have been ready for Ryan, my fiance, if I hadn't gone through that. Because when I met Ryan, I was so crystal clear of who I was, what I wanted in my life, who I would allow in my life, the conversations I would allow in my life. And, you know, I actually, I ended up one of the chapters in the book, we talk about your relationship standards and allies. And 
I think a lot of times, you know, we have these ideas of what we want for ourselves in business and we make these big goals. And I had that, but I never did it for myself personally. So I ended up when I was going through my journey of self-discovery, I went through and I put all the words that mattered to me in a relationship. And then next to the word, I wrote a paragraph about what that word meant to me. And at the time I thought I was kind of like creating my next boyfriend. <laughs> what I realized later is I was like actually setting a standard for what I would have not allowed in my life. And when I met Ryan, we're like a month into dating. And I was like, Oh, I have a list. And he was like, Oh, I want to see your list. And I literally was blown away. He is my list. And then come to find out he had a list he wrote in college and I'm his list. So it's like, that's intentional. You know, this episode is supported by mysteries about true histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, who smarted and Netflix's brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where, as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever, And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So the conversation that changed everything, was that the conversation that you had in that event? No. There was was another conversation? (laughs) The conversation that changed for me was, so like, remember how I told you I had hit top 1000 in the country for real estate? Yes. So my real estate company says, hey, Rachel, you know, we heard you're under 30, that you just had this 
amazing. The top 1000 is like a really prestigious thing to get. So they were like, we heard you're under 30, come shoot a commercial for young agents and teach them how you build your business and you're so healthy. Because at this point, I'm literally traveling around the US coaching people on how to build a business and work on their mindset because I was good at that. But again, what people didn't know is that I was heading a divorce they never dealt with. I gained 32 pounds. I'm not sleeping enough and getting headaches because I'm also not drinking enough water, but I'm drinking a cup of coffee with an Advil. Like oh, no. on the outside world, like I said, Facebook looked right. flawless. Perfect car, perfect hair, perfect outfits, perfect social life. I had gotten a divorce, but I didn't tell anyone. He just like disappeared. So I go to Texas to shoot this commercial and I'm wearing like get my hair and makeup professionally done. I'm wearing the most serious pair of Spanx you've ever heard of. Suck <laughs> like, it in. And I meet this woman named Nina Rowan Heller, and she is a health and wellness coach. She's coached Matthew McConaughey, the founders of Microsoft. She's a super big deal. And I sit down to meet with her, and the camera lights are on, and she's asking me about my business. Sarah, I'm like, well, let me tell you. I did this, and I did this. And like the super canned answers, you know, Mm because it's like that's what I did. And then we're in the middle of interviewing, and she's like, and how did that make you feel? Wow. And I'm like, feel? Uh, you know, like bumps and bruises, but you do what you do. And we keep talking and she's like, and how did that make you feel? And I'm not kidding you. In my head, I'm thinking like, what the heck chick? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But on the outside, I was like, well, I mean, you know, sometimes life can be difficult. And she looks at the camera crew and she says, guys, I'm going to need you to step outside for a second. So they step outside and I, my face goes white. I'm so confused. And she puts her hand on my leg. And she said this conversation, which is what shifted for me, my whole trajectory in my life. She said, Rachel, have you ever heard that quote that your video isn't matching your audio? Oh. And I said, uh, I mean, I've heard it, but never in reference to me. And she said, what's going on here? And I will tell you, Sarah, it was like nothing I've ever realized. Like I took the biggest sigh I've ever, I let it all out and literally like stopped sucking in my stomach, like just let it go. And in this workout bench in Texas with, you know, that whole thing, like hire the hair closer to God, like the biggest hair I've ever had. (laughs) I just start crying. And I'm like, Nina, I got a divorce. And I worked so hard for this image of perfection. And I don't even know what that is, but I'm not happy. What was she seeing? Just want to interrupt for a second. Because what was she seeing that like clued her in? If you were giving like really good, like you said, they were canned answers, but like, was it something in your body language that clued her in? Or how did she know or sense that? Like I didn't, she's like, I just didn't look healthy. She said that I looked tired and I looked, I wasn't making like really good eye contact. And she said that she just felt like my answers weren't genuine. Interesting. And I'm so thankful for her calling me out on it because we ended up having this amazing two hour conversation. (gasps) I am flooded with tears. My mascara is streaming down my face, but we had this amazing conversation about what life could look like, like if I was actually leading my life with intention and authenticity. And I was like, Oh my God, I have been working so hard to be something that I'm not. And I'm tired of it. I'm literally tired. And she ended up sending me home. We never shot the commercial. And I was so embarrassed, but I remember going home and literally crying for two days. And then I had this moment where I was on my knees in my living room and I looked up at my ceiling and I was like, God, I know I'm meant for more. I don't know what it is, but I know that I have a purpose because I'm coaching all around the U.S. I have people, I have a huge social media, you know, presence and I connect with people, but I have to be meant for more than this, you know? And gosh, it was amazing. And so I decided that I took a really hard look at my life and I realized that I had some things in my life and people in my life that weren't serving me. So I thought, okay, 
if I could take out two things out of my life as what, what I would call distractions or noises, what would that be? And what can my life look like if I took that out? And at the time, I realized that I was probably drinking a glass of wine or two a night, probably three or four nights a week, like happy hours with clients, you know, a time out with my girlfriends, whatever. And then once you have that wine in you, you're like, mm, I can have some appetizers. Like, yeah, sure, we can split cheesecake. And like, we all know the story 32 pounds later or more. And like, it just was really, really hard. And so then what happens is, I'm like, okay, when is it hard for me to stop drinking? Well, at the time, no joke, I was on three dating sites, three oh online gosh. dating. I was eHarmony, Tinder, and Match.com. And it was like, I was just filling this void. I never dealt with why I got a divorce. I just was like, okay, well, I want to, you know, date and I want to be in love. And so I'm going to do all these different things to find the right person. And the reality is when you're actually leading your life with authenticity and intention and doing the things you want to do for you, the right person comes into your life when you're ready for them. Like if I met Ryan back then, I wouldn't have been ready for him. I wasn't clear enough on who I was as a person, you know? So long story, but I end up taking, it's getting long. I'm going to sh- end it really soon. <laughs> I love it but though. I ended up taking out dating and drinking for 90 days. And I'm not kidding you, Sarah, like everything changed in my life. I started journaling. I started meditating. I lost 32 pounds. I was getting super, super clear on the people in my life. And I ended up like losing a few friendships in this process, which we can get into. But, you know, I got so intentional about myself. My business went up. My clarity on my life goals went up. And like everything changed for me. And on day 69 of 90, I flew back to Texas for a real estate convention. And I'm walking down a hall and I see Nina. And I haven't talked to her this whole time. And She's like, oh my God, Rachel, what happened to you? Because like my skin's glowing and I'm 25 pounds lighter and everything's like amazing. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You happened in that conversation. (laughs) So we end up getting together after. I mean, we didn't know what we were going to create, but she has 25 years coaching all these amazing people. And I had this story. And so she asked me if I could pinpoint all the things that changed for me. And I was like, yeah, I think I can. And that ended up becoming the book, which is 12 chapters. And then we ended up creating an app so people can work on personal development on the go. And there's a t-shirt and there's a Facebook community. And like, it's just nuts. My life has gone a completely different direction. I'm prepping to do my first TED Talk. I'm super excited in February. Where are you doing that? Either somewhere between Sacramento, San Francisco and New York. I don't know yet. Very exciting. Yeah. Have you been to any of the TED events? No, but I watched literally like every TED them. Talk that comes out because I think they're amazing. So I went to TED Women in 2015 and yeah. it was, oh gosh, it wasn't Santa Monica. It was, I'm totally spacing. It was in California on a pier in a gorgeous place in Monterey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it. so cool. It was so cool. So yeah, TED does amazing, amazing events. So you'll, it'll be a game changer and a really hugely yeah, impactful excited. thing. Yeah. When I was so contacted cool. by one of their people, I'm like, do you want to talk about real estate or lost to found? And she's like, are you kidding me? Lost to found. Like yeah. it's no one because the whole idea was an innovative idea worth sharing. And the bottom line is like, we have people that are doing the program, like they're losing 47 pounds. It's improving marriages. Like it's such a cool thing to get the responses from different women doing it because, you know, we have stay at home moms, we have CEOs, we have senators, we have people all different places in their lives. But the bottom line is like, 
everybody has some area in their life that they want to improve. And the way that the program's done is it's 12 chapters, but each chapter focuses on something different. So like the first chapter, you figure out your story and your big why, like what's your purpose. And then the next chapter is your biggest distraction. So like what's holding you back. And there's an entire chapter on water and like time blocking your day. Like it's, it's been such an interesting process. And now, I mean, like no joke, I still, I mean, I was in, you know, at the office today, real estate is still my main income. And yet this is where I really feel I'm most passionate about. I can relate to that. I have a gym here in Seattle and that's where I make money. But the podcast is like my really cool life-changing passion project that I'm kind of obsessed with. <laughs> so, totally. I mean, I mean, and I, that's not to say I, I know I have a lot of listeners from the gym who listen, and that's not to say I don't love the gym. I do. But it's just so exciting to have something that part of your own personal evolution that becomes a project that you can use to help so many other people. It's a really powerful thing. I think that that's what you're seeing in your book. And that's what I see with the podcast. And that's, it's a game changer. And it's so fun. It's, it's like, this doesn't feel like work. So it's very exciting. The name of the book is Lost to Found in 90 Days, Your Journey yeah. to Self-Discovery and Ultimate Happiness. Is that right? Yep. Awesome. Yep. What inspired you to share your story so publicly and then go forward with the book? And to, I mean, these are just experiencing all the stuff that you experienced. Like that's all big stuff to go forth with that. In addition to my really successful real estate business, <laughs> I'm going to build this whole other thing. What inspired that? Kind of take us through that a little bit. Well, I mean, it's kind of a transition, but I realized that I had a really powerful impact with women because all of my, I mean, you and I talked about it, but like every one of my girlfriends had kids and I was one of the only ones that had kids. There are so many of them who were like, oh my gosh, I want to lose weight or, oh my gosh, I want to figure out my purpose or can I, what am I meant for? And how do I, a lot of them were having a really hard time time blocking and making their, their selves a priority because reality is we all have the same amount of hours in the day, but how do you choose to use your time? And when you have kids, life changes. One of my really good girlfriends we were talking about, she has two kids and a husband. And she said, you know what, when life happens, like grow up and you want to get a job and then you want to get married and then you have kids. She and I, like we already had our business set up. And what she realized is when she's married and she has her kids and she has her business, if something needs to go, it's either going to be, to be honest with you, she was like, it was either going to be myself or I let my marriage go because I can't let my kids go. And not that she wanted to let any of those go. And yet life is difficult. So first she let herself go, right? What was really interesting is the people that are doing the program now are saying that it's helping them really come back to who they are. And it's ending up like improving their marriages and making them better moms and more present moms. So when I was going through this process, I, it wasn't a program yet. It was just me going through this journey of self-discovery. And it was my experiences were helping my friends marriages and helping them in their relationships and being more present with their kids because of the time blocking and the way tech timeouts and creating a sacred space in your home and all these different things that I was doing. And so I realized like it would be almost selfish of me not to share this. If I can help other people grow and benefit their lives, like I've got to share my story. When I got with Nina, we realized we could create this in such a way where the first half of every chapter is called Rachel's journey. So it's why I went through what I went through. And I'm kind of the relatable one. Second half of the chapter is called Nina's knowledge and it's done workbook style. So the reader is actually doing the work and going through the program and the process together. And that's why we were realizing like it's kind of difficult because you're asked questions about your past. 
your programming and different things that some people just sort of like shove it down. And we think that if we shove it down far enough, then it's gone. But the reality is it shows up in different ways. It shows up in 32 pounds. It shows up in passive aggressive behavior towards your spouse. So that's why the Facebook community with the program is really powerful because everyone's going through these big life-changing topics together. It's been an interesting journey too, because I'm like, okay, so now I like real estate. I have a bunch of, I teach a class on social media. I have a whole website, a real estate coaching program where I talk about sales and how to have a major Facebook presence. The shift for me really happened when I embraced authenticity. And even my real estate business improved when I was like, listen, guys, I'm not perfect. I got a divorce and now I'm learning how to do everything on my own. And people related to that. And people want to know you. Like bottom line is people work with people they like, but they want to know you. They want to know what makes you tick. They want to know the good and the bad. And you don't have to be that negative person that's like, oh my God, my leg hurts. Everyone feels sorry for me. Or like that checks in the hospital and doesn't say why, just so you'll say like, what's wrong? Like those people (laughs) drive me freaking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Or just, they just just put up a post that's like, please send prayers. And you're like, for what? Like, give me some context. I get attention. Please help, like, give us more. Like, happy to pray for you, but what? Give us specifics here. Yeah. This would be a good segue to the losing friendship. I want to ask, how do you live shamelessly now? And how is that different than how you used to live? And then, if you could also, I would love for you to talk a little bit about your purposeful adventure in losing friendships, I guess. Yeah. So, that's like a major thing. When I decided that I wanted to really, really dig into myself, I got really intentional about who I was and how I was leading my life. One of the things I stopped doing, like I said, was drinking. What happened with that is I realized that some of my friendships were actually just surface friendships. They weren't really digging deep. So I got really intentional about it. I have people say like, like, how do you have that conversation about that we no longer align. And I said, you know what? You sit down and you're really excited. You sit down and you say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I've decided to stop drinking for 30 days or 90 days or whatever it is because I'm going to go on this new journey. And I'm so excited that all my really good friends are going to support me. And I wanted to sit down and share it with you. So you literally empower them and you put them in a position where they're excited for you. And you say, this is where I'm headed. And then if your friend at that point decides that that doesn't align with who they are or where they're going, then that's okay. Because I like to say that the right people come into your life and the right people also leave your life. People think the wrong people leave your life. It's not. It's the right people leave your life. They don't align with you anymore. You just get shameless. You, I am intentional about where I'm going and who I'm going with. And the cool thing is like the people in my life now, like Ryan, my fellow, (laughs) we always talk about like, we always joke around that we're recruiting because we always are looking for other really powerful couples that are goal oriented, that can have big conversations. Like I don't care about having these fluff conversations. I just Mm -hmm. don't care about it. Like, I don't want to talk about gossip, like the things that used to be okay with me. That's not getting you anywhere. Like I want positive people that want big lives and big conversations. And if they're not interested in that, then that's totally okay. But they no longer align with the direction I'm headed. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. That makes so much sense. Sometimes we think that the people who are in our lives and the friendships that we've had for a long time, like that we have to make them work or somehow make them serve a purpose for the rest of our lives. Just, I think there's, it's not true. I think there's an evolution us as individuals and there's an evolution to relationships and it's okay to let relationships go. And and that doesn't need to mean anyone did anything wrong. It's just that you're in different places or not even that you're in different places, but you just, the relationship doesn't serve one of you or both of you for right now. And I think that it's okay to back off on relationships because of that and back off on friendships and shift in friendships. And sometimes you can come back together later and sometimes not. 
not. Like, I think it can be all a really neutral thing. It doesn't have to be this like big blowout or a really awkward conversation or anything. It can just be like, this is where we're at and this is where we're headed. And right now we're not crossing paths a lot and that's okay. So yeah. and it's like, I love you and I value you. Like, I'm still here for you. I have some of my friends where we're still friends. We just, we don't, you know, and if I'm in town and I want to grab a glass of wine, I know who to call. It's just, they're not my day-to-day people anymore. And that whole saying, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's okay to you have a seasonal friend. That's not a bad thing because they're probably in your life for a certain time. Like I have friends that were really, really helpful during my divorce. When I decided I was going to shift things around or I whatever, they might not align anymore. And that's okay. Once you get super clear on the direction you want for your life, the right people just start showing up. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I guess specifically to like your image and everything, how else did you start living shamelessly now that is different from how you used to be and specifically that you had that social media presence that was so flawless and has that shifted and how you present yourself shifted? I will tell you, like, I, I believe in full transparency. While I did lose a lot of weight and I'm much healthier now, of course, I'm still can be hard on myself with my body and all of that. But I do it in such a way where if I'm having a difficult day with like body image, I'll make a post on Facebook and I'll say, okay, guys, I caught myself this morning being really negative about my the way I looked in clothes. I was trying to dress and just nothing fit right. Like, have you ever had that kind of morning? Yeah, I'm sure you have. Well, I challenged myself that every time I was negative, instead of allowing that negativity, I would, and catching myself being negative, I would drink a glass of water. Guess I'm going to be peeing a lot today, like wink face. <laughs> Those are the kind of posts I make now. And I get a ton of response from people. Like I said, people work with people they like. And the one thing when you're building a business is I realize people buy into you. They fall in love with you as a person. And then whatever you're selling, they'll buy your brand because they care about you and they like how you're leading your life. And so my business ended up improving when I got really intentional about just being authenticity. I mean, people knew that I got a divorce. I said it online and I was like, you know, I got a divorce and it hasn't been easy. And people are like, oh my God, I didn't even know you were married because I wasn't really on the scene so much in real estate when I got a divorce. It was just really quiet. But I will tell you, like, I never posted a picture of a guy when I was dating because I realized, like, if I posted a picture because I had such a presence, I'd have a million questions. (laughs) And so when I finally posted a picture of Ryan, it was just like this really funny response. And I remember at the time, like, the most likes I ever had on a picture was with me and Oprah. Ryan and I, our goal, we were like, let's beat Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, we're super goofy. Like when he proposed, we made a video of the proposal of like our version of ourselves telling what happened. And like, I realized that being really truly who I am is so much more fun than this image of perfection because nobody's perfect. Like I say progress, not perfection. As long as you're moving towards, towards a good space, like that's what people can relate to. And my business went up because I got really clear on my time. Like I, um, one thing I talk about a lot is personal boundaries. And I think with, if you, whether you're in business or you're married or you have kids, it is so easy if you're in sales or if you're in you know a business where your cell phone rings a lot, sitting with someone and then your phone rings and you're like, oh, hold on a second. And I've just told you, sorry, this person who's calling me is more important than the person in front of me. Right. When Ryan and I got together, we were really, really intentional about our time. And so we call it, we do something we call a tech timeout. We have a time where we come home and we actually have a, in my book, I call it a sacred space. But for us, it's called the love chair. It's a chair and a half. When we sit in the chair, there's no technology allowed. So our phone literally 
is set in a different part of the house. We take a tech time out. We take time to just truly, truly connect together. And there's tech time out at the dinner table. And like my wind down for bed used to be a social media folder with like e-news and Facebook, Instagram. And that's my like wind down. Like give me a break. That's just revving you up. Because I'm like, are you freaking kidding? He's dating her. Like that's sleep. An hour before bed, there's no technology. So like just setting boundaries. Like think about setting boundaries with your clients too. If I have a client and I say, okay, well, I'm available until 7 o'clock at night. After that, you can shoot me a text message, and if it's an emergency, I'll respond. Otherwise, I'll talk to you tomorrow. So I tell you, okay, Sarah, you can call me till (laughs) 7 o'clock at night. And you're like, okay, that sounds good. And then say you're buying a house. It's 930 at night, and you open a bottle of wine, and you're looking at properties, and you find one you love. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to text Rachel real quick. Well, if you text message me and I text you back at 930, I've now set my new boundary that it's okay to contact me till 930 at night. right. You can't expect your clients to respect your time if you don't. So that was something else I did is I got really, really intentional about my personal boundaries, respecting my own time. And I think that there's so many ways. So I have moms who are struggle with personal boundaries or different than a professional boundary, like you just gave that example, but very similar, very much parallels when you have your kids needing you at all times a day and you don't have distinction between kid time, mom time mommy and daddy time, any of that. And I know that something that I've been really clear about now that my son is four, like he knows my workout time in the morning. He knows that if he gets up before I'm done working out, like we're still working out and he can't come sometimes come to like the edge of the room, but he can't come in the room. He can't bring his toys in the room. Like if he needs something from me, no, he needs to go ask dad. So, and it's usually only this matter of like 15 minutes of overlap, if that, but I'm really clear that like, nope, I'm doing my workout. I'm not going to come fix your Legos. I'm not going to come like help you put on your shirt. You can figure that out on your own. You can go ask Papa, but like, uh, this is my time. As soon as I'm done, I, you have my undivided attention for from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. when you go to school. I will do anything that you need me to do. I will help you with anything. So much more clear with that. Also starting to do stuff around bedtime too, like boundaries around it's time for you to go to bed. Mommy and daddy are going to be downstairs. This is mommy and daddy time. We are done. But like, um, I don't say it in this harsh of terms, but I'm like, I'm done parenting for the day. So if you need anything, you're going to need to save it till tomorrow. Inevitably, he then totally. decides he has to poop. But it's like the what we tell him is you can get out of bed if you, if you need to poop or if something's bleeding. And he's so funny because uh. <laughs> he'll poop right before bedtime. He always poops, but then he'll swear he has to go again. So if he's pooped like within 10 minutes of bedtime, I'm like, you already pooped. So you cannot get out of bed unless something is bleeding. And he'll be in bed. And he'll be like, okay, I will not get out of bed until, unless something's bleeding. And then I swear he like tries to make things bleed. I mean, he doesn't get it because things are bleeding, but he'll get, he'll be like, there's an emergency. And I'm like, what could it possibly be? Like he tries to work around it so much and like penetrate those boundaries. We are just super firm about it. And we just walk back up there. And sometimes I won't even say anything. I'll just like walk in, lay him down, cover him up, no words, no talking, no engaging, <laughs> but just continuing to reinforce the boundaries and the walls around our time. And like when it is not mommy time, when it is not parenting time. And I think that's so important because otherwise it does become very around the clock. And it's one thing with, I mean, like you said, with real estate, like that does not need to be around the clock and you don't want to set a precedence. But I also think with parenting, you know, there's a time when your kids need you around the clock and that is completely reasonable and acceptable and appropriate. But as they get to a certain age, and I'm noticing this more and more as Vinny is four now, that he doesn't need me around the clock. And of course, I would always be here for an emergency. But I also want to have some boundaries in place so that he knows like, when it's protected mom time, because I want him to have those boundaries. When he gets older, I want him to see that like, oh, my mom had this protected time that was just hers. I should have that too. It's appropriate for moms, dads to have that. And like, that's how it's appropriate. And it's reasonable. It's a good way for us all to live our lives to have like morning routines that are just about us taking care of ourselves. 
those kinds of things. So I think that your example is a great parallel to how that works in the parenting world. Absolutely. (laughs) What do you want to tell other women about stepping into their truth? I would say that when you really, really look at your life, you want to think like, I remember hearing about leaving a legacy and someone said like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? And I remember thinking I could leave a legacy. Like I'm just one person. I'm not Oprah. I'm not this huge, massive empire, but why not? Why can't you leave a legacy? Because everyone has stories and everyone has experiences and everyone has different things that happen to them that really, really make a difference. Like your story is so unique. And I guarantee you that if you looked at something that's happened in your life and you think about how could someone else learn from this, then you could create something that leaves your legacy. So it's really just looking at where your life is and also where you want your life to go. And don't be afraid to make big, big goals. Set up a system to go after your goals. There's no shame in that. Right, right. I love the idea of setting up a system to go after your goals because it doesn't need to be haphazard. And sometimes things definitely happen that way. Like sometimes things just random twists of fate happen, but it can also be very systematic. It can be very intentional. It can be very planned. And so like, you know, you can't anticipate when you're going to have the conversations like you had that change everything, but you can plan, systematize a lot of things around that leading up to that anything that would happen like that, looking at it and being like, this is a place for me to pause and assess and totally make and shift the plan or shift the course as needed. So I think that being I love that idea of being really intentional, setting systems around things. And then also like looking for those things are here's my sign that I need to shift. And you know, that woman, Nina stopping the camera and saying, hold on, we need to have a conversation. How are you really feeling? Like that's one of those really pivotal moments. And when you're in those moments, you don't recognize them until you're through them and past them that like that was the moment. So being really aware of like kind of constantly looking back at like where, how did I get here? Why am I going in the direction I'm going? I think is really- And I think being able to be thankful for moments like that because I could have been like, how dear this woman, like what the heck is her deal? (laughs) Totally. instead I was like, thank you for being okay with calling me out because I think I needed that. I didn't know I needed that, but I certainly did. And thank God that I am now in- a position that I can really truly like take my life to the next level. And it's because of having someone who's willing to ask the difficult questions. So when you run into that person in your life, instead of putting your defense up and immediately getting upset, take a second. If I was grateful for this moment, what could I take away from it? Right, right. I mean, that's the thing is like gratitude can go a long, long way. Right. Yes, I totally agree. And I think that noticing these opportunities that like will shape our stories is so significant. If you're defensive, it's so hard. You don't notice the opportunities. You don't see it as an opportunity. You just see it as like a place to be explosive and or and or shut down or shut another person down. So yeah, that's, that's a really good point. So you mentioned legacy. So tell us about your the legacy you're building and how does being shameless play into your legacy? talking about a legacy, I'm going to pull mine up real quickly. So I talk about a legacy to me is basically like your big why. So like, what is your purpose? Why do you do what you do? I'm going to pull mine up so I can read it to you. I could be real fancy and have it memorized, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to hear it. Mm -hmm. So your big why, when people say like, what is your big why? To me, it's like, why do you do what you do? What is the driving force behind why you get up and work as hard as you do and all of that? So I said, my big why is to be financially free, to build a business that leaves a legacy, to inspire others to lead their best life, and to be able to fulfill the biggest honor of being a wife and a mom. That's a good one. They're all good ones, but that's a great legacy. And I love that it's all 
written down and it's defined. Mm-hmm. So now you know what you're working toward, which is really significant. I think a lot of people, I'll put this out as a challenge to our listeners today. I ask this question in almost every interview about what's your, describe the legacy you're building. And I think a lot of people probably don't give a lot of thought to the legacy they're building until they've already built a legacy to a certain extent. And then they're like, oh, I could have done a lot of things. And this is the thing I happen to do. If we could start thinking really intentionally and really clearly about like, what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your life to look like? How do you want to shape it? How do you want to use the life that you're given as something that you have the opportunity to shape on your own rather than just kind of waiting to see what happens to you? So like always coming from a proactive than a reactive place in terms of a legacy, what you will shape if you are proactive about your life is totally different than what you will shape or what will be shaped for you if you are just reactive in every situation. You show such a great example of that when you look at how proactive you've been from the time you went to that conference, you realized that you wanted to get a divorce and needed to get a divorce up until this point and like everything has changed and everything has shifted because you've been proactive about building a legacy rather than just reacting to what is around you staying in the same place um, shifting as demands are made upon you which is huge absolutely and I think the thing I would encourage women to do is when you really sit and you look at your life don't be afraid to think really big have really big goals because that girl that I wanted to be five years ago Like I'm her, I talk about wanting to build a legacy in a a business that leaves a legacy. This webinar course that I just created, I'm so proud of it. People that are taking it are leaving me crazy, crazy things that reviews of what it's doing for their business. And that's leaving a legacy. It's basically like when, when you walk away, someone says, I'm so glad she was here. Like you leave a positive impact on people and like everyone has that in them. It's just getting clarity on what that looks like for you. And Change your passwords to be something that's a goal that you want. When you do your self-image exercise, think five-year, what do I want in my life? What don't I have now? But what do I want? And then you start to make positive changes. Don't do the program. I don't care. That's not what the program is about. The, the whole idea behind it is if you look at your life and you think, I know that I'm meant for more, but I don't know how to get there. Whether you want to learn how to meditate or you want to meal prep or you want to have more positivity in your life or you want to have a healthy relationship or you want to end a relationship. Like we've written the book and the program in such a way that it supports you in 90 days to go in a completely different transformation from where you are right now to where you want to go. And there's a path of how you're going to get there. There's not like, well, what's the next step? Oh, how convenient. It's here. This is your next step. And this is a video you watch. And these are the people you hang out with. And like, Change is scary, but the growth happens when things are uncomfortable. So like embrace uncomfort. I'm all, like, I want to be uncomfortable for the rest of my life. You <laughs> totally. Know? That's where all the growth is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Take advantage of the thing. Like when you look at something, you're like, oh, I'm kind of nervous to do that. Like that's the thing you have to do. Instead of saying like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. Exactly. I'm not going to do it. Um, in just a minute, I want you to tell us where we can find you and where we can find all these amazing resources. But before yeah. that, before we wrap, I have to ask, how the heck did you meet Oprah? Oh, so I did. Yeah, there's a picture of she and I on my Facebook page. Um, I did this like female leadership event. We all got like VIP to go in the back and meet her. She literally was everything that you think she's going to be. Yeah. And she smelled like cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've heard that before that someone was like, I like I hugged Oprah and she smelled exactly like you would think Oprah would smell like she just smelled and it was I felt like I never thought about Oprah's smell. And then I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, That's exactly what... like a, like, a, like falling leaves and beautiful, like comfortable. That is so I don't know. Funny. And she was just so great. I actually, I can send it to you. I have a whole list of like all my takeaways from 
meeting her and seeing her speak and stuff. Cause like Deepak Chopra was there, Elizabeth Axelgard, just like, or Elizabeth Gilbert, I'm sorry, the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Right, right. It was so cool. And yes. you know, that's the thing though, when you position yourself in a place for growth and you're open to opportunity, opportunity comes. Like when that yeah. girl called me and said that she has been watching me for two years and she's like, would you consider doing a Ted talk? I dropped my hair dryer and I'm like, holy crap, babe. And he's yeah. like, what? I'm like, I just got asked to do a TED talk. I mean, potentially, but that's the thing. I've opened myself up for opportunity and I'm ready for it. And now I want to help every other woman out there find out who she wants to be. Right. That's great. Thank you so much for all of this. And thank you for sharing your story and your time. And I want you to tell us where we can find you and find your book and your resources and everything. And also for yeah. everyone listening, we're going to have this linked up at the show notes. So if you go to shamelessmom.com, go to episode 66, this will all be linked up there as well. So where can we find you? Okay. So one thing we're doing for all your listeners for Shameless Mom is we are giving you the first three chapters of the book for free, as well as thank one of the inspirational you. guidance videos. You're super welcome. When you do the full program, you get one video a week sent to you on a Monday, and then it corresponds with that week's chapter, and it kind of walks you through it. Like one of them is like how to get six-pack abs while you drive and like all kinds of fun stuff with Nina. And so you go to www.losttofound90.com, and the number two and the number 90 are actually the number. So you go to losttofound90.com. If you want to look me up on Facebook, you can look me up under – Rachel Adams. And if you want my personal page, you go Rachel Adams Realtor. If you want Lost to Found, you tap in Lost to Found 90. And I do respond to my private messages. It usually takes me a couple days, but it's me personally that will respond to them. And all my information is there. Thank you so much. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. So I just noted all that. And then for those of you who yes. can't immediately jump online and look up resources, make sure you just hop over at your convenience, hop over to shamelessmom.com, find Rachel at episode 66, and then you can click on any of those links that she just mentioned. So thank you so much for spending time with us today, Rachel. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to have our shameless moms check out all your stuff. I'm going to go check out all these sites as well as soon as we get off. So uh, I appreciate you coming and come back again sometime with your next book. Come back and tell us more. Deal. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this episode was meaningful to you and helpful to you. If you think other people would benefit from listening to today's episode with Rachel, please do share this link so you can find all the references in our show notes and the link to this episode over at shamelessmom.com. This is episode 66. So just head on over, look for episode 66 with Rachel Adams, and you'll find everything you need from today's show. Additionally, if this is your first time listening, know that we do release episodes every Monday and Wednesday with new content. So if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. You can go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. So there's a little button there that says subscribe. You hit the button and you will get our episodes as soon as they are released. Additionally, while you're there, you can leave us a review. I love to hear what people have to say. So please leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show and then come back and listen again in a couple days because we will have more fantastic things for you. So have a wonderful day today and make sure no matter what you do, you do it shamelessly.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.